0: Hello, everybody. This is an update with Mike and Ron and Scott, telling it like it is. And we recently reported on the diplomatic boycott to China's Winter Olympics in Beijing in 2022. And we'd like to give you an update on that. Mike, what do you have to say about new countries joining us with that?
1: Well, I think that's fantastic. And They should boycott the Olympics in China. You know?
0: Yeah, the the human rights violations need to be they need to make a correction on that area.
1: Yeah, they do for a fact. Like uh take the average the average uh worker over there, it's about thirteen years old. You know. Wow. So yeah, so that's like that's like slavery itself. So you know. Ron, what do you think about that?
2: Well, I I heard that China does have an unemployment problem, a high rate of unemployment among six-year-olds. But anyway, other than that, um, they really need those six-year-olds, don't they? Anyway, um, we we have to remind our audience that this is a diplomatic uh, boycott. It's not that players won't be there and stuff like that. So uh, just not our diplomats. And uh, now, how many nations have this now? At least a few more.
1: Three more nations besides UK us. And UK
2: and Australia. Okay. Mhm. So. <laughs> Australia.
1: Well um, down yeah. under.
2: Way to go. Complaining, Complaining about human. Uh, um, you know that. Um, treating humans right. Lately in Australia, it's been bad to live there, I hear. So mm-hmm.
0: uh, I wouldn't
2: want to be living in Australia right now. I hope they straighten all out. But it's good that um, there are other nations, even Australia, going boycott or, um, you know,
0: diplomatic boycott. I'm curious to hear what... You know how China threatened retaliation against us for our diplomatic boycott. I wonder if they're gonna threaten everybody else too.
1: <laughs> and they probably will. You know that's their style.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's their style threatening everybody. They
2: can only ruin their own trade with other nations. So whatever. Yeah. that You know that's
0: their biggest thing. So.
1: But but you know when when you boycott and you make it bad with other nations, it really makes other nations wanting to tr- stop trading with you. Yeah. yeah. So, you mean, whether uh, the United States will stop trading with China or not, I don't know. You know, uh, China's threatening to put tariffs uh, on the United States. And... Uh, I don't think that's setting too well with Biden. So I don't know how he's going to react to that. But, you know, Ron, you know more about that. How do you think Biden will act react on China putting extra tariffs on us?
2: Biden is unpredictable. I would never try to predict Biden. Uh, how about throwing uh, Scott that I don't think he has
0: the spine to really stand up to China, especially when he's like, I don't know, they, they got a lot of money out of China and they're kind of, I don't know, I don't see Biden standing up to China. I don't know what he might do, but.
2: You mean, you mean you don't see him standing against him or for them, like right? just like on the fence? Yeah, like a
0: lot of talk right now, but I think the more concerning thing is like what's going on in South Pacific, you know, with all the Chinese, you know, what they're building up for their military and everything, and those kind of issues are what really are a concern, but...
1: Yeah, that's right. I agree with you. That's true. Yeah. I think they, they, you know, they, they've been building up their military for years.
0: Yeah, they build islands just to put bases on and stuff. And then they think that South China Sea is their property kind of now, and it's international waters. So,
1: Sounds about right.
0: Potential area of conflict, for sure. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm sure. we we'll have to rename we'll it
0: you go. Ron, you're gonna... I'm really
2: glad to see other countries step up
0: and are willing to go along with the diplomatic boycott also. So it's at least really, you know, putting pressure on China for whatever pressure can be put on about the human rights violations. And I mean, those four people over there are, are being just, it's just genocide and it's just, it's just terrible. It should not be allowed to continue. And whatever pressure the world can put on China needs to be done. And, you know, since the Winter Olympics are there, it's like the only chance we have of doing something that, you know, China's going to feel in some way. I don't know if it will actually cause them to do anything, but it would be nice if, you know, if they would change their ways a little bit. It's true, though. At least we're doing something.
1: It's true. Ask yourself a question and say, uh, a child is put to work at about six years old or so. Okay, so what kind of childhood does that child actually have? Not no. much. Of, not much of a childhood because he's treated like a slave, or she is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's horrible.
2: I guess they didn't little because because uh, they're using their hands the best they can, and uh, and their hands and minds to produce things. You know what I mean? But still,
1: it does take the childhood away from the child, yes. Exactly my point. So that kid grows up without having a childhood.
2: Children should be playing more than they should be on duty with everything.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Todd, what's your take on that?
0: Well, I agree. I mean reason to have children that young working that's just outrageous i mean at least here it's like 16 and you have to have the permission of the parents kind of thing most kids don't start working until you know they get out of high school which is 18 so i mean that's reasonable they need to make money and you know stuff like that but child labor is just that's that's just like off the charts wrong
1: (laughs) oh most definitely off the charts yes most definitely off the charts and wrong but um, yeah. in some other countries, they, they see it fine to do that. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, that just sucks either way.
2: Yeah. I just hope that's I remember the... when I was about uh, 16, uh, I started working for a, a restaurant only part time, and you could only work till a certain time at night, and then you had to go home. Uh, you had to get rest from school the next day, all this kind of stuff. So I remember all of that, you know. Yeah, I didn't really take away from my teen years responsible and have a part-time job. You certainly, uh, if you were going to school while, you weren't a dropout, um, you certainly, um, let me put it in the words there, if you weren't a dropout, we certainly could use a part-time job. I don't know if there are any 15, 16-year-olds in this country that work full-time jobs and don't go to school. I just
0: don't know about that. Sorry. The only job I can think of that younger <laughs> kids have is a paper route if they choose to have one. I don't know what age people start out with a paper route. I didn't have one when I was a kid. Do you guys know?
1: Yeah, that starts about 12 that's years old. kids
0: are when they get a paper route?
1: That's about 12 years old, what you're talking about there.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Yeah, so it builds character having your own route and everything.
0: And, yeah,
1: and it uh, actually, uh, you know, the value of a dollar because you had to work for it. Now, like yeah. most of the kids now, they just say, "Mom, can I have twenty dollars?" or "Dad, can I have twenty dollars?" and it's given to them.
2: Yeah,
1: I think AKA well, it's called being spoiled rotten. Well,
2: I, I knew I knew a kid when I was. Uh... He was a little older than me i think he was two or three years older than me he had a paper route and uh i know for a fact that uh, he didn't deliver all of his papers to every house he would dump a uh, whole basket for something at the end and if he got tired and he didn't want to do anything, anymore he'd just dump a whole basket for in the woods or something you know and uh, not report that he didn't deliver those you know and but huh, he wasn't so honest and i wouldn't say what his name was i do remember his name but um anyway uh what what it was was um if they claimed they didn't get their papers well it must have been stolen off their lawn see what i mean uh-huh. well it has to be redelivered then
0: exactly well, of
2: course it had to be, but then it was somebody else that had to be delivered it wasn't easy <laughs> uh, the district board. uh a representative mm-hmm. used to have to go to the door with and that was um i say the name of the paper? no
1: no it's not a foreign...
2: uh-uh. okay. it's not the major all right
0: anyway. but i wonder how many other nations those are pretty big nations that have joined <laughs> in the diplomatic boycott i wonder how many other nations will join in. that would be interesting
1: that's a real good question I'd like to see them yeah. all join in. That'd be something. Really? Oh, yeah. I just well, hope that, yeah. Yeah.
2: I just hope the
0: safety of the athletes are going to be okay for all the countries to do boycott.
1: Well, that's another thing. Nobody was sure this last time they went over there in the middle of COVID-19. And they're going back over there when... And there's a new strain out, so... I don't know. I don't think yeah. I don't think they should actually go. But we did kick the crap out of Chi- we did kick the crap out of China last time though. <laughs> yeah. We won by like five gold medals. So it was cool.
0: That's good. Well
2: they they still want us to stuff focus on even if they want to even if they're not gonna all uh they still want to host it in
1: you can a fussy way. Oh so uh, Ron, know, you're gonna to have to turn your volume up a little. Well, you know, that's about it for tonight. I think it's time we wrap it on up. So on behalf of Ron and Scott, keep, keep safe, stay blessed, and may you have a wonderful holiday. Good night, and may God bless you and yours.
2: Good night, everybody. God bless you. Good night, thanks for joining us.